0: And now the Wad Fam Pod.
1: Hello and welcome to the Wad Fam Pod. I'm Dome Weaver.
0: I'm Andrew Sabo.
1: And we are back again talking about episode five twenty four?
0: Five twenty five? Five twenty five. Hey, hey the, the
1: number doesn't matter. The it point doesn't. is here today, gone tomorrow.
0: Part three. The final.
1: The Ooh. final here today, gone tomorrow. Tomorrow? Gone tomorrow?
0: They all have the question mark, right?
1: They all do have the question mark. What the
0: heck? Oh, well.
1: Spoiler alert. Mitch was, is is gone it, tomorrow. Yeah. Exactly. The question mark need not be there.
0: It is confirmed. He gone. Um, <laughs> Context?
1: Uh, this episode aired July 12th of 2003. It's episode 12 on Out of Control. And it was written by Kathy Buchanan, directed by Marshall Younger. Basically the same as the last... Th- two episodes we did
0: but there was all those different writers too right
1: well yeah they're uncredited though yeah there was a yeah it, it, it's not a pure kathy buchanan script yeah but she's the only credited writer on it
0: i would say though it seems like she does have her hands on this part more than others yeah just because it's a bit more connie and mitch centered at least towards the end of it
1: yeah there. i don't know i feel like all of the episodes are pretty well divided between connie and mitch That's fair. I'm going to hope and assume that Kathy Buchanan is just doing the Connie and Mitch stuff because then she gets a big old A plus. Oh yeah. If she was doing the other stuff, I've got issues. We'll We'll get get into into it. it. (laughs) all right uh i think now
0: is as good of a time to roll promos any oh wait. we We don't have not have a promo we've been over this (laughs) we've been over this so
1: the part two and part three run the same promo so we're going to save you guys from listening to it twice and just go ahead and dive into the, the beginning of the episode so we start off the top with just your standard um
0: is there a Welcome to, or in Now Adventures and Odyssey? Yeah,
1: it's not included on the album version. It is on the aired version. Okay. It does the and Now Adventures and Odyssey, and then it does a recap. Yeah. Oh. And then we get a great little music cue. Very Counter Moves-esque. I like it a lot. It's very good. I like it. And then we start exactly where the last episode ended. Which, if
0: you forgot, Mitch proposed, and then Aram bleeped. Yep. Beeped. Yep. And All so
1: we're talking about Aram. Yeah, that's just kind of right off the top. He's back. Yep. He's he's he, I don't know. Mitch is like, "Who, who are you?" He's yeah. like, I don't know. He he throws out that this like uh maybe maybe I'm the uh, FBI yeah, testing yeah. you.
0: Well, and that's then, kind of what he tries to be. Yeah, but
1: it's it's weird because so Aram says Maybe I'm the FBI testing you. And then Mitch is like, oh, I think it might be the FBI (laughs) testing me. And it's
0: like, but if it was the FBI testing you, why would they say that? Yeah. And then he's like, well, maybe like. It's about like, because he's trying to get him to not like to follow orders. And he was given orders by Agent Borland to get off the case because he was too close.
1: Right. So maybe the FBI is fabricating a mystery for him to solve, or they're trying to see if he'll follow follow orders, or they're trying to see if he's smart enough to disobey orders.
0: I basically he, the FBI is a conniving girlfriend trying to sabotage the relationship
1: is what he thinks. Yeah, it's not though, and not he also all. he also throws out a hypothesis that's like maybe the there's someone on the FBI working with.
0: This other person, yeah,
1: well, working with the person stealing with identity, like maybe it's an inside job, which makes no sense.
0: I, yeah, like A lot of.
1: I think I think we need to save it till the end. Yeah, but I don't understand Charles' plot, and we're just. I'm just going to leave it at that for now. Yeah. So then um yeah and so mitch then kind of asks connie about where she's at before they were interrupted by not mitch Aram.
0: yeah exactly and can we call um, it, yeah can we call it what well we can call it arum because it's not arm because it's not robert mitchell uh so there you go you call it that, that, you that can, is call cool. it, we can call it bc yeah or rc if you're me oh i got it see guys call back so
1: connie decides like uh you know what i'm gonna sit on this and i'm not gonna give you an answer right now which yes
0: yeah (laughs) this is the closest odyssey has ever been to being feminist (laughs) holy crap (laughs) this was this
1: will this is like I'm glad we recorded. Like, I'm glad we record these without having heard the next one. Yeah, because it greatly benefited us to have our rant last episode and then mm. this episode be like, oh, "My hopes and dreams, <laughs> they're back! Thank goodness!" Oh,
0: yes, so much joy. And the same thing with um with Connie's mom later. Yes, the exact uh-huh. same thing. We get
1: we get this a couple times. Oh, it's but, so good.
0: Um. Yeah, and she's like, I want to like you know, I need don't want to sit on this. I want to think, you know, and pray. And uh, yep. there's good on you for not rushing into that life changing decision.
1: Yeah, she she has the great part where she says like, there's too much going on right now. Yeah, you know, I need time to think and pray. And I'm just like, how yeah. very wit of you. <laughs> but like,
0: no, totally. Like, yeah. way, way to not make a rash decision under pressure yeah like, and by a by a person that you would feel pro- she'd probably be the most susceptible to make such a decision yeah so if
1: yeah if her Pulling track angry. record is any any sig- signal yeah it's anyways hey. so so yeah so mitch <laughs> mitch leaves to go talk to go talk to wit mm-hmm um and they're just going back and
0: forth with this, you know, it's kind of recapping, just understanding like what's going on. So like Mitch is back or, or like Arum's back, but so is um you know, we're trying to figure out who fake Aram is and how that right. ties in because he's very clearly aware of everything that's been going on with Wit and the identity theft and
1: Right. All that fun Right. Stuff. So yeah, fake Arm is obviously tied to this identity theft and mm-hmm. also it's gotta be someone who knows Arum, yeah, which is,
0: yeah, there's not that many, right?
1: That cuts down your numbers real quick, yeah. Um, and even more on top of that, how many people know that
0: Mitch is Arum, yeah? That is (laughs) that is a very small number, like that, that. That's a tight circle right there, which you know, obviously, we know that it's Bennett Charles, but like. Pretty much, it's just him and the FBI.
1: <laughs> like... <laughs> right. And, or Whit and Connie.
0: Yeah. Mitch's yeah.
1: sister. Like...
0: <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't understand, like... Because later, obviously, it's, you know, when they figure it out that it's Ben was like, how does this... Like, I feel like you could just solve this with, like, a Venn diagram of, like, all the people that know <laughs> Mitch, and then all the people that know Mitch's arm, and then all of the people that would want to hurt him. Right. Yep. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Um.
1: And so the, the. So they're they're trying to decide like where what to do now. Yeah. And Mitch is like you know kind of like I don't, like I, I don't know really what we're supposed to do but solving the mystery is the right, right thing, thing to, to do
0: regardless of what Borland says. Yeah.
1: And which is like and what's like I think you're right.
0: And I'm like, what?
1: No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's not. Like. <laughs> It's not as though the FBI was like, we are no longer, this case is irrelevant, we are no longer investigating it, it doesn't matter, goodbye. Yeah. They said, hey, we're gonna keep figuring this stuff out, you don't get to play a role. Because you're in it. Right. Yeah. So, so why is it the right thing to do to continue investigating it?
0: Explain Wit, and Mitch. That's how you cut it down to two parts. Is you just have it in an there And they're just like Sitting and chilling at wit's end And having good conversations And Connie's like You know Connie and Mitch can sort out their beef That's how you figure it out Yeah It ends there Yeah And then
1: This is uh, This is when Connie is talking to her mom right Yeah I was gonna say This is when this is when June shows up um, Connie's feeling a little bit left out Saying you know Mitch and wit ran out again They're yeah. Batman and Robin yeah which okay who's batman
0: wit i think right like it, it's, it's gotta be
1: wit but it also doesn't entirely doesn't feel right to be wit because like mitch is running point on this stuff but there's no way wit is robin
0: wit's parents are dead that's my that's my deciding factor that's the only that's true thing true of both has batman and robin Oh shoot! I didn't know that. <laughs> Robin's parents are dead too. Yeah. Huh. Okay. <laughs> I don't. I don't Anyways, know much about DC at yeah, all.
1: Clearly, I. I think. I also have a, a random note that's just like, a, as we have, uh, as we have the the cow and Alex com- combo of mm-hmm. Calyx. Yeah. The the Mitt and witch combo, the Mitch and Wit combo is witch yeah or mitt or mitt i think i did i say mitt and witch combo no i stumbled over my own words but
0: how very andrew of you (laughs) but you're rubbing off on me kid i know i I tried to leave (laughs) give things give you a shot to recover but (laughs) not really maybe i made things worse
1: oh man um
0: yeah i'm i'm here for that the witch i mean the great witch hunt makes sense the search, uh, search for which, <laughs> search for <laughs> which.
1: I mean, I think these are the only wit and Mitch and episodes. Adventures. Yeah, but oh yeah, which? I'm um, here
0: for it. I'm here
1: for it. Anyways, so so June shows up, is talking with Connie. Um, she acknowledges that things were like that. She yeah. kind of. Pushed her relationship struggles on to Connie. Yes. Which is exactly what we talked about. Yeah. So right nice right to know the that the show knows that that was a problem. And she
0: said she was sorry, like yeah. humbly and stuff. Like she wasn't like, oh man, you know, I was just looking out for you and whatever. Like, you know, like being jaded and stuff. She was totally like, hey, I love you. But also like I made a mistake. Yeah, parents apologizing is oh, it's so good.
1: Phenomenal. It's saying so especially in... In well, it just media. makes me think,
0: like, June is such a good character. Can we please have more of her? Mm, we just yeah. Don't. Yeah, she's, a, she's it's a really good moment, though. It's super good. It's super good for Connie's character development. It's super good for June's character development, like, from what we yeah. saw last time. Because, you know, like, she she really did come across as just, like, a protective mother. And, and now we're seeing this, and like, oh. Oh, she's, like, one, she's, you know, biblically grounded, it seems. And, and also, two, like, she's taking this seriously and then she brings up the fact that mitch came to ask her for permission to ask connie yeah what an odd practice i haven't really given it much thought i like it a lot if they have good relationships with their parents then yes right
1: oh obviously yeah
0: (laughs) but it's
1: It's weird the way it comes up because she's like, oh, he was so cute when he came over yesterday. And she's like, why was he over? And she's like, to ask if he could marry you. And it's like, okay, that was yesterday. Yeah. If something had happened and Mitch hadn't proposed in the meantime. Yeah. That's a huge spoiler. (laughs)
0: Yeah, that's <laughs> fair. That's fair. Like,
1: how very presumptuous of you, June, that you're like, yeah. Mitch is coming to ask me. He will then propose immediately. He's not going to, like, set up Within a time hours. Yeah. or anything. He's just going to, like, do it. And then, because Connie does not mention that he proposed. No, no not This at is that. her first finding out that her mom knows. Yeah. So. Yeah.
0: That, as much as I like June, uh, that, that was a misplay. Um. So Connie's mom then drops the like the bits of words of wisdom. So she's talking about like, oh well, you know, like God's gonna walk with you like no matter where you go. And like that's that's really cool. And it's also very counter what they've been saying, where it's kind of like there's only one right path that God (laughs) wants for you, and and Connie's mom's like, I mean, you know, like you can just do this and God's gonna be with you.
1: Yeah, but I think I think the stuff we hear about the kind of there being one path is coming from Connie and Mitch and is maybe intentionally like they're overplaying that. It's not well communicated if that's the case, but like, but like I, I'm going to choose to read it that way.
0: I, I, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to optimistically view it that way. Um, and then we cut to, uh, Charles, right? Yeah. It's, they're cutting back to Charles and Rudy, uh, Rudy Sutton. Yeah. And then they're they're in the prison, and Rudy sneaks in the laptop, and Charles is just a really, really menacing bad guy. Yeah. And they're... Yeah. And does anything really happen in the prison, really? It's just like... No, I, like,
1: it's, I think it's them basically talking, like, mentioning the fact that they're about to make their mistake. I they think... They make their they... mistake? Escape. Make their mistake. What was I going to say? Oh, that... Uh, this um, is when they're making their escape. So, they're... Well, so they're talking a little bit about the escape plan, yeah. but this is also, I think... Perhaps a supposed. Well, what? Plan B. Plan B? Yeah, they've got to come up with a new escape plan. But this is immediately following Ar- his mm. Charles being Aram, because yeah. that's where they're talking about the laptop and stuff. Mm. Um, yeah, Anyways, and Charles, in his like ominous, scary voice, courtesy of Jess Harnell, says... Your reward will come. Will come. Yeah. You can count on it.
0: Yep. That is, yeah. That's, That's the man
1: spooky. I want to be business partners with.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, and he's like, he's very knowing. He's like, oh. it's, it's maniacal, but it's like. Yes. You know, I could see being the grunt in that situation and being like, okay, <laughs> and then moving on. Um, and then, yeah, so what, it's wit and um, Mitch wit and Mitch, which. At Rudy's mom's house, <laughs> yeah, Edith, Edith Sutton, yep. Which this scene is special, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's uh,
1: so interesting. So Mitch and Whit walk in and are like, she invites them in. They're they're coming for Rudy. He's not there. Yeah. They're pointing out all this new tech that's around, yeah, it's like a TV and, and a computer. Yeah, and Edith Fresh is being super like flirty towards wit yeah and ice cold towards mitch
0: oh yeah it's so great she's like she's talking to wit and she's like you can call me edith and then and then mitch calls her edith and he's like you can call me mrs sutton yeah and And then then wit says mrs Mrs. sutton Sutton. She says, oh you can call call me me edith Edith." oh my lord
1: (laughs) weirdly this is not her only appearance what she makes a small appearance in like an episode um i don't know a year from now or something what Oh, just, is it in
0: reference to this? Do we know? Yeah, basically,
1: okay. it's it's just like she shows up as a bit part. I think in I think she basically goes to its end to flirt with Wit.
0: Are you serious? Yeah. I wow, I did. I mm-hmm. don't remember that, but yeah, that's special. It's, it's funny. That is really um, good.
1: And so yeah, she's uh, Edith is voiced by uh, Mitzi McCall who doesn't really have anything exciting on the IMDb. She's been in a ton of stuff, but just, like, bit parts across live action and animation. Um, Anything of note? No, nothing nothing of note for Mitzi McCall. We've got some things of note for Edith Sutton, though. Like I said, she shows up in one additional episode. Also, there is a sentence on the wiki that I cannot find corroborated anywhere, and if anybody listening can shed any sort of light. I would love to hear it. There is a point at which um, there's a, there's a line in the wiki that's just like, she's the mother of Rudy Sutton. And then the next line is she was the last person to see June Kendall alive before she died from an instant heart attack. But there is no reference (laughs) to that anywhere else on the wiki. I did a search for just edith sutton on every page and just sutton on every page and there is no pages that have any implication towards that so i don't know where this information comes the aio wiki unlike a proper wiki doesn't have citations
0: come on Lee.
1: so i don't i don't have any idea where or why this sentence is there's a chance it Could be true, but I have. I think we have to listen to the episode. It doesn't. It doesn't make any sense to me. And she's not in any episode. Like she's in one episode in the future. She has no other mentions
0: in episodes. So it's just like a plot thing. That's never. It's not. So she's not in that episode.
1: No. Nor is she. Her voice actor is not in the episode. Nor is she mentioned by any character in the episode. I think this is just a false entry on the wiki, and I don't know why it's there. However, what? I'm open to so if you guys have any information about this crazy sentence, you can go to the um Edith Sutton page on AIOWiki.com and take a look at it and see if you can figure out or if you know more things, um, and then reach out to us on On Twitter on Twitter or shoot LaFam. us an email, something that we can that we can clarify this, because I have no idea.
0: Yeah! Huh? Yeah. Edith has a big crush on Wit. She calls him Cutie Pie and Snookums and other names which constantly embarrasses Wit. She admires Wit's muscular cheekbones. She was the first and last person to see... Or she was the last person to see June Kendall alive before she died from an instant heart attack. What? (coughs) What? What? I okay.
1: What? I I I cannot make heads or tails of it.
0: I need to listen to the episode because she could have been mentioned by a character. In,
1: they but the AIO wiki tracks character mentions as well within episodes. Yeah, and also June did not die of an instant heart attack.
0: Yeah, she died of something else, right?
1: Yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to find it now because I did I did. Dive into this a little bit, but oh no, she did die from a heart attack. But
0: but she was sick for a while.
1: Yeah, or she's in she's in the hospital for a while. Like it's she she's taken in in a yeah. I don't know. It's it's a really weird sentence, and I don't know why it's there. And I would like someone else to do some research because I already sunk too much time into this, and I cannot figure it out.
0: Yeah. So basically, oh wait, sorry. (laughs) Go for it. Go for it.
1: Uh, before we move on, I do have one other thing I want to bring up about Edith just because it sheds a weird light on Odyssey in general. Which is so, the um, there's a they, they now have the Avery Awards, which mm-hmm. is their like you know awards at the end of a year where they give to voice actors and whatnot for the show, like best episode, who, what character did the best, all that stuff. Um, They've been doing for a handful of years now. But before that, there were the end-of-season awards. So Uh after a season of Odyssey, like the spring of the year and the fall of the year would air, they would do awards. And so the, uh, the character of Edith Sutton, voiced by Mitzi McCall, came in third place at the 2003 End of Season Awards for Best Female Actor. Because nominated ahead of her were Connie and Liz. Connie won, Liz came in second, Edith came in third. Odyssey has a serious problem if this weird bit part who has a scene in an episode is the third best female on the show.
0: Yeah, that is horrifying. <laughs> oh, no. That is so bad. Oh also, my
1: June should have been nominated. Yeah. June is across two episodes
0: and way, way better. better. Yeah, I will say, I mean, the voice acting of her is oh, really no, I, she's I like very convincing. Very... Edith is fun, but it's... She's pleasant, but she's also like... I, I don't want to compare her to Tapas, but I'm going to... <laughs> It's just something small, and I think that you should give that award, or that place should be held by something more substantial. Anyways. There you go, Edith. You are now so. a Spanish entree.
1: Um, so, so yeah, going into the other stuff, um, from the scene, we do find out that the uh, car is
0: there. Yeah, that's the <laughs> her Yeah. And she lets Wit look at it, but doesn't let Mitch look at it um but yeah so so the
1: rudy repainted the car yeah what i don't know (laughs) and she's like i like red like what not like he took the car to get repainted the house smells like paint because he repainted it in the garage i don't think he's got like a spray shop so like this was it
0: you can do it by hand you can do a home job
1: it's not going to be good. It doesn't look good, though. And this is a presumably new car. Maybe he's trying to disguise it.
0: That's my guess. Or
1: he couldn't afford red. I don't know. <laughs> I couldn't
0: it's... afford the red. It it's... was champagne or silver, Mom. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, um, but... Yeah, that is very confusing. And also, like, you probably shouldn't do that in a garage. I feel like you'll fumigate yourself. Yep. Um, Anyways. Granted, he um, seems like maybe he's huffed some spray paint in his life. So yeah, probably. Perhaps. I mean, haven't we all? I I have. Well, <laughs> how do you think you get me without huffing some spray paint? <laughs> My current personality has been marred by years oh, of abuse. Yeah, so then we get... uh like So they're connecting the dots outside now. Yeah, they,
1: they go outside and are, like, piecing everything
0: together. Yeah, and it's pretty good. It's kind of like... Because basically, the bus through is like, okay, Rudy works for the prison. But didn't they know that before? No, they didn't. No, they no. didn't know that before. Well, I don't know. I just. Because it seems it's, like. It
1: had to be, it would be. Before they knew it was someone who was guarding the warehouse where the stuff yeah. was shipped. Yeah. Then they went from that to find Rudy. And then from there, discovered. Oh, he is the, he's a guard at the prison. Who do we know at the prison? Yeah. And they eventually come across Charles, Charles. and suddenly it all clicks. Yeah. um, And this is the sort of like kind of, kind of trope that I love in like mystery things where they're yeah. like piecing it all together for you. Yeah like, yeah. like you can see the gears working and the things clicking. Yeah, it's um, like
0: this separate piece, like, and then yeah. later with like the computer repairs and things like that. Like, okay, so it yeah. makes sense. Now he would have a computer. He could be Arum if he's, you know, doing this. And yep, um,
1: yeah. And then Mitch calls up Borland to tell him that. Yeah, and Borland's like, unfortunately, we're uh, or we're we're already one step ahead of you and and two steps Defined behind or something. And, and he's like, what? And then he's like, you know, Charles escape the prison. So then. They go to interview uh, Terrence Stanley, Mm -hmm. uh, voiced by Jess Harnell. Of course. um, Who is the warden at the prison. And at this point, it's Borland, Witt, and Mitch, right? Is Borland there?
0: I don't think he is.
1: Isn't he? No, he is. Because they're talking about the laundry truck and setting up the blockade and all this. So at this point, Borland's just like, Ah uh, well, I guess the the conflict is no longer here. Even though, if it's Charles, the conflict just went through the roof. Yeah, like,
0: <laughs> The conflict is a big
1: deal? Charles, he, and now Wit needs to be out of there. To, well, one, it's about Wit to begin with, so he shouldn't be involved. But two, like, if there's anybody, Charles is going to come after. It's going to be Wit and Mitch. Yeah, we need the. To- <laughs> so the fact that Borland's just now, he's like, eh, Wait, whatever, right, whatever, we we'll am um, I'm, I'm chill with things. Um. And so no. the answer so is no. They said they found sheets. Things are in, worse now. Sheets in his cell. So they're pretty sure he went out with the laundry truck. Again, um, so yeah. So Mitch is pretty well convinced that the, that he didn't go with the laundry truck. And yeah. is, is kind of thinking that he went with the garbage. Mm-hmm. Um, and we find out that he, in fact, did go with the garbage. In with the garbage. Because we now cut to him and um Rudy. Rudy getting taking yeah rudy's commenting on the fact that he smells like garbage yeah and so it's at this point that rudy's kind of like oh like look we got out without an issue and 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 charles says that he didn't want to get out
0: Mm -hmm. yeah i'm confused as to that as well whereas like so they got out well what's the problem with that like was he was he hoping to be held some place more inconspicuous I don't know well we're gonna
1: hit on all the weirdness yeah. of his plan in a bit um, yeah so yeah and so they're um, they, they they then at this point wit and oh they're, they're going to like a gas state cha- a gas station to change clothes um and so they all so Borland Wit and Mitch. All in separate vehicles because gas is free. Uh, show up at the um, dump to take a look at things. Yeah, and then Borland very quick, quickly drives away to because a blockade was run. Yeah, he and the blockade was run. Yep, and Wit leaves because he's afraid uh, Charles is going to go after Connie. Yeah, so it's just Mitch up on this mountain um and he's going to
0: explore like a dirt road that seems like it's pretty inconspicuous and then it's mentioned that like well if he has a truck he's got all-terrain tires i don't think it matters yep something worth noting real quick i think it's this um so the scene with him outside of uh rudy's mom's house the sound engineering is really good like I didn't note it then, but, like, you can, like, hear his hands, like, thumping on the hood of a car, and, like, you can, like, totally, like, think about them, like, kind of like you were saying, like, the gears turning in, and this, it's really good as well, like, you can totally imagine it, like, you know, uh, the kinds of, the sounds of, like, the gravel beneath their feet, and, um, like, walking different ways, and the radio coming on for Borland, it all sounds really good, and, like, really immersive, (laughs) Just want to give yeah, credit for that. Um, absolutely, something I noticed listening through it this time.
1: Um, yeah, and so there's. I don't understand why Borland has to go to see this car that ran the blockade, other than they want Mitch to be alone, because. He had yeah. agents at the blockade yeah, who reported that him, yeah. will report it, and we immediately find out that, that it was a bunch of kids who ran it just for the stupidity of it. If they're calling in that someone ran the blockade, then they just have to pull them over and see that it's not Charles,
0: and, and if then, it is
1: Charles, get Borland there. If it's not, leave Borland
0: where with, he's at. Yeah, with but, the important person that is clearly putting himself in yeah. reckless danger, but also, at, you know the center of it all yeah so um,
1: so yeah so mitch is walking up this path um and, and then he out jumps come, charles. yeah out jumps charles they get into a sneering match yeah um sneers, dear.
0: yeah sneer.
1: and uh mitch becomes kind of rodney yeah um, right, yeah <laughs> it's like as soon as as soon yeah, you as gonna they're gonna take like, me <laughs> what as soon you as, want? as they're sneering at each other i'm like yeah. oh and there's rodney yeah there uh-huh. he is same person yeah uh, oh but the, uh, um, and then, and then uh, uh, Rudy sneaks up behind Mitch mm-hmm. and tases him. Yep. Um, at which point Charles says, man, those tasers are pretty nice. <laughs> so that the children watching understand what just happened. But,
0: yeah. those Tasers are pretty neat. Mind if I see that, tase. Yep. And then he knocks out Rudy. And then he gets down close to him and says like. Uh, Was that considerate payment in full or something yep. like that? And then he's, like, oh, great!
1: I can use Mitch's car because the truck is not available. And yeah. Oh boy. So he Big drags Rudy and Mitch down the hill, which
0: cannot be easy. Nope. Rudy doesn't sound belt, like really. a particularly skinny person. No, he does and not. Mitch is at least an adult. Yeah. <laughs> and
1: so, and then he throws them both in the trunk of Mitch's car. Because they won't be expecting it. And then they wake up. Yeah. We hear them in the trunk. Yes. Once again, very good sounding. Yeah. You get the idea that it's a tight space. Yeah. That
0: it's dark yeah. somehow. Like, I don't, I don't know, know how you can fade that, but they did. Um, My thought is like it's overcast. My like for some reason in my head it's overcast. Uh-oh. I don't know.
1: You're saying the roads are overcast. I'm saying it's dark in the trunk. It's, oh, oh, okay. Is yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. the thing. Yeah. that's like yeah. Because you can't. It tell feels them like dark saying. and claustrophobic. Yeah. And, um, and
0: like when you get really close to the mic, like this. <laughs> yep.
1: Okay. Um and, uh, Mitch asks Rudy if he knows where they're going, and Rudy's like, Oh, we're you know Mexico, I think. Yeah. Which... You think is a joke, and then you listen to (laughs) Charles learning Spanish. And then we cut into the car where Charles is learning Spanish off a CD, or perhaps a cassette. Could be a cassette. Um, my money's on cassette. And, and his plan is to drive from
0: Odyssey to Mexico. Why not Canada? Why not Canada? Uh, Assumedly because
1: Canada extradites and Mexico Uh, doesn't. Although I think Mexico also extradites. Definitely
0: does. Yeah. Definitely does now. And probably did back then too. But. Doesn't uh, matter.
1: Yeah. He's going to Mexico. (laughs) For some reason.
0: But. Maybe he's just going to a a place in the United States that has a predominantly spanish-speaking population
1: yeah maybe rudy was wrong but like are they is his plan just to leave mitch and rudy in the trunk until he gets to mexico
0: uh is he gonna so let the them... chairman is still a thing perhaps he was trying to use him as collateral to get back in the good graces of maybe i don't know yeah yeah the chairman we
1: we don't know about it. we don't know outcome. anything about we never
0: well we never yes. hear about that because right. he gets pulled over Yep. And he's like oh, like, oh, I must have been speeding. Like, don't worry, it's just speeding. And then he says, darn school zones. Right. And I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> You've got to be on some sort of highway, right? <laughs> like, yeah, no, no, he's he's driving through suburbia. Yeah, like, I'm taking <laughs> like, all I of the way to Mexico. Of a road
1: he's been. Like, yeah. how long has he been driving?
0: Yeah, a while. And presumably, he's, like, in a neighborhood somewhere. Yep. <laughs> and. He's like, yeah. the school zones, and then he gets uh, pulled over by the police, and he's like, oh, sorry, like, I was speeding, like, and then he's like, oh, well, yeah, a little bit, but also, you know, I'm more interested in what's in your trunk, and he's like, oh, there's nothing back there, and he's like, no, there was a hand sticking out the back. Yeah, <laughs> which, which
1: is, yeah. Callback. Exactly. This is set up, and uh, it's all about me. Exactly.
0: Very um, nice. It's so wait, good.
1: Yeah, dur- during the uh, the radio show. Yeah, the
0: advice column. Yeah. Um, he you ever find yourself trapped in the back or in the trunk of the K- car... Kick out the taillight and stick your hand out, and that's exactly what Mitch does here. Yeah. It's so good too. And it's very satisfying, but it's also incredibly anticlimactic.
1: Yeah. Well so this is the point in the show at which we're gonna step through Charles's plan.
0: Yeah, okay. Go All right. For it.
1: <laughs> Feel free to jump in at any time. Go but for it. Mitch's computer develops a problem yes he takes this computer to a repair shop that repair shop outsources to the prison Mm -hmm. at the prison charles is not allowed to work on computers so somehow he finds out that mitch's computer is being worked on at the prison and gets like works with rudy to find a workaround so that he can use mitch's computer Mm -hmm. then wit implies that he must have the credit card information from before he went to prison. So he's got all that committed to memory. Mm-hmm. Or confined can find it from his computer. He uses Mitch's computer to rack up purchases. No, not even to rack up purchases. Like, to... What even is the purpose of that? He uses Mitch's computer to hack with accounts. But he doesn't plan on making any purchases with them. All the purchases are made by Rudy Sutton. Yes. What was the purpose of stealing Wit's identity? Well, the implication is he maybe already had it even. Yeah. Like Wit thinks he already he must have had it beforehand. Yeah. He then find they find out because of so Rudy abuses this this power, buys a bunch of stuff with Wit's stolen identity things, not realizing that Charles had stolen a specific person's identity. Then Then Charles gets wind that they're investigating Mm -hmm. and decides, okay, like, I got to break out of here. Yeah. So he gets out in the garbage truck. He wasn't supposed to get out in the laundry truck, ends up changing it to get out in the garbage truck. Mm -hmm. Um, At which point he discovers that, or at which point he states that he did not want Want to 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 break out. Yeah. So my guess then is to just... he goes to Mex. Then he knocks two guys over the head and starts driving to Mexico.
0: Yes. What? <laughs> what? What is the plan? I think the plan was and... to use Witz information to like sabotage him and Mitch as a form of revenge from like the remote safe location of the prison. And then he realizes he's being found out, and he's like, "Well, crap! I'm just like I'm I'm a sitting duck in prison," and so he tries to escape. I don't know exactly why he needs his information if he right. already had the, it.
1: The like, The point we also missed there is to, be, to buy time and throw them off the scent, he impersonates Aram. Yes. To say essentially nothing. Yes. And not slow them down in any
0: way. Yes. And then he excuses it by saying, like, well, some stalls better than no stall. They're like, what? But. Uh, I don't understand. Like the, I'm going to blame the chairman. This is, well,
1: so this is the point at which you can tell that thing that we talked about two episodes ago where we're talking about how this was supposed to be kind of a Connie and Mitch thing. Yeah. Connie and Mitch two-parter and got expanded into this espionage thing. Yeah. Um, You can tell that it was rushed.
0: Yeah, because there's Cause no real... No plot points make it any sort of sense especially in that regard and like there's only the slightest amount of motive from charles to to get back at him but it's never explained right and we don't know how he's trying to get back
1: yeah what's what's charles's plan because so maybe he has been secretly working on these computers regardless Mm -hmm. all the time and then found out that this was mitch's computer and thought okay,
0: I can do something with this. So he was essentially just flying by the seat of his pants the whole time. That's the only thing that I can make
1: any sense of because if he's been in here plotting his revenge, his revenge is what? Hope Mitch's computer breaks and they get it and he gets sent to the prison yeah. and I can access it at the prison and yeah. then I'll use Wit's credentials to do nothing but then my partner... We'll We'll make a mistake. We'll make a mistake, and then they'll come after us, and then I'll pretend to be Aram, and that won't change anything, so I'll run away to Mexico. Yes. ¿De dónde es baño? If it had been a clear... If there was a clear thing set out for him taking revenge, I'd be on board. If there was a clear reason that he was escaping prison, I'd be on board. This weird mix mash of nonsensical plot
0: points it just makes him seem like a less bad guy like a less good bad guy because the the whole end of like novacom he was like like even when he was scrambling like it was very clear like he held connie uh, hostage and he you know sent monica in with a gun and like did all kinds of stuff like yeah it that made a lot of sense and this is just kind of like it just feels like he's like punching at air he's just kind of like flantic frantically flailing his limbs it's like ah, i just don't want it and then yeah and then this is what we get which is really nothing yeah it is
1: there were points throughout like listening to the previous two episodes for for the show being like okay, this plot point doesn't make a ton of sense, but, like, maybe it will it pay, maybe off. pay off. Maybe we find out that, like, he was he was able to send a virus to Mitch's computer that would get Mitch to take it in, and he knew it was going to go to this repair. Like, he yeah. knew, like, maybe he had this all plotted out, and then no.
0: No, there was no... It
1: just happened. No, yeah. And then, you know, he's trying to steal Wits' identity so that he can frame him for something. No. No, there's no. Nothing... He just he just had with identity and decided to, and then his partner decided to use Mitch's computer to screw with
0: it. Yeah, I think I think it could have benefited from an extra part, just to flesh that out. Or yeah. I mean, or even just the thing that's weird is that so it's three episodes. This episode is twenty. This is a full twenty-four, but this the last two are 18. eighteen. They could have gotten
1: twelve minutes more of content into this and i think it would have benefited greatly yeah i just i wish i wish Borland had a plan like i'm grateful for the plot device of he's giving mitch a case to work on so that mitch can figure out what he wants to do yeah that's really good yeah oh yeah but and, it, and I like bringing Borland or not bringing Borland well Borland for one, but bringing charles back
0: yeah as a as um, a bad guy he's really is, good
1: is a fun thing, and he is a good bad guy, but his plot points make no sense when you're looking at them under scrutiny if you're just listening it it's pretty good it probably doesn't matter no it like it definitely i i've doesn't. never I've never been hung up on this in the past, but listening through it for this show, I was like what the there heck is enough? no common thread here nothing tracks and yeah. i'm a little bit yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm annoyed i'm annoyed by it. it that's for sure but, um but then can we jump to what i what, i don't know do you have any other no no, bo- no uh charles stuff before we jump to connie and mitch uh really good scene yeah i'm good let's move on okay. so uh connie and mitch go out to dinner
0: They're eating all fancy. Yeah. Escargot. Yeah, definitely. Where the heck can you get escargot in Odyssey? I don't know. Or maybe they're... Are they actually eating escargot? Or are they just like... Okay, they're talking about escargot. Yeah. Where she's like, aren't you so
1: glad they call it escargot instead of like buttery snails or something? Yeah. But... I don't know. The implication, at least to me, was this is like a fancy dinner.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I definitely
1: get that idea. And so... Uh, Mitch is asked, starts to be like, so like, what's your answer? And then his phone rings. Yeah. Um, and he hangs up on it and yeah, he's, he's kind of like, you know, what, what are you saying? And she's like, well, what are, what are you saying? What's, what's happening with the FBI? Um, and he talks about like, Yeah. Her she talks about not necessarily not wanting to move and leave all that she knows, um, mm-hmm. and how hard that would be. Um, yeah. And he talks about well, you know, like maybe I don't like I don't I don't have to do the FBI. Yeah. And she's like, she has this beautiful quote where Connie says, "You can't give up being who you're supposed to be for my sake." Yeah, one hundred percent. We have, we've talked about it and they talk about it here. How awesome Mitch is at this job, how passionate he is about yeah. it, how much energy it gives him. It is what he wants to do and what he is supposed to do. Yeah. Yeah, for and, sure. And so Connie's like, I I can't, Yeah, I can't get between that.
0: I can't, I can't, I can't get between that, but I also can't join you in this. Right. So. Which is definitely a, that's a difficult thing as well because like.
1: Yeah. Yeah. She's not, she's not saying you were meant for the FBI. So I'm going to leave Odyssey so you can pursue your dream. She's saying you were meant for the FBI. You can't give that up for me. I'm not willing to give up my life for you either.
0: Yeah because well and and it's just given the circumstance their relationship is interesting and very young and new and it's just y- you can't yeah you can't put all your eggs in that basket
1: yeah and so and so Mitch is has kind of landed on, like, he he's going to the FBI. Yeah. This is Yeah, he's this going is to happening. the FBI,
0: and then he's like, well, maybe, you know, maybe it will happen later, and then right. the Connie's like, Yo, we'll take it one day at a time. Right. And so she does, like, straight up say, like, no,
1: I can't marry you. Yeah. But it's not a breakup.
0: No. It's not a breakup.
1: Like, she is turning down his proposal, but there, this isn't, like them breaking up and
0: getting into a fight. It's
1: like we both have We both know
0: that marriage isn't the right thing for us right now. But that doesn't mean that we don't have a future. That just means we have to get there first. Yeah. Which so kind of very smart. Yeah. Exceptionally.
1: I love this scene. Yeah. It's and and all the stuff we've been building to over the past couple episodes. Where Connie acknowledges the thing I brought up last episode, where I was like, "Mitch is offering marriage as a solution to the problem, and that's not, not like no, he shouldn't have proposed right now." Mm-hmm. Um, and surprisingly, the show agrees. Yeah, the show is like, "This is also not the right time," and yeah. so you're like, "Mitch is gonna go off to do his thing. Connie's gonna." stay doing hers and that's not it's not the end
0: no it's just it, this just isn't it we're just this we're turning the, the page yeah um and things will proceed but you know differently yeah yeah it's so good and her obviously like her voice kind of changes tone a lot and and it's, yeah she seems very em- well acted she seems emotional but also collected and like very mature in this which is really cool because we have not gotten a lot of that yeah and it's just like yeah it's it's a a real like you know i'm really proud of connie but also really disappointed that that doesn't work out but also like i can't help but feel like that's definitely the right decision in her case yeah
1: um yeah Mm -hmm. and so
0: it's that's where the episode ends right
1: yeah yeah that's that's the end of our episode and that's not the end of connie and mitch's story as we've discussed they're like four more episodes uh no i think it's i think it might be more than that i can i can check real quick but yeah we've got we've got more to go on on their on their arc um as as a couple but this is kind of the end of a chapter
0: yeah um it definitely is because well now like we move forward and we have this relationship where it's long distance and obviously things change and um. Yeah, so I I don't know. It's it's tough. It's a good way. It's a good way to end this chapter. I will say that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. As as unfortunate as it as it is, you know, being a fan, but like. Yeah. Yeah, but I. I kind of commend them for doing it though, I because I love it so much. It would be so easy to just you know, keep him around. I mean, Right.
1: He... Well, yeah, it would be easy for them to get married. It would also easy f- be easy for this to blow up and end their relationship. Yeah. But they both handle it as mature adults who are still in love even though things aren't quite lining up for them. Yeah. And they have things they need to do and yeah, we get we'll get, you know, we've six more Connie and Mitch episodes we'll be covering mm-hmm. um and all across the the next album here um and so yeah I'm looking
0: forward to to doing that definitely uh do you have anything to promote this week Dylan I don't um
1: I've I, I've got nothing nothing in the in the promo department at the moment how, how are you
0: doing uh nothing for me right now um well, so I did just, I just got back from, I was in Italy for two weeks and then I was in North Carolina for a week. So I'll probably be making a podcast about those. Um, so I will let you know, but that's in the works. It's, it's being planned right now as far as that, but it hasn't been recorded yet. So uh, be on the lookout for that and I'll give you updates whenever that happens. Um, yeah. But yeah. Um And so,
1: uh Yeah. Neither of us have things to plug, but before before we go, I wanna uh take time to read a uh iTunes review. We got another one? Yeah, it like two months ago. I'm I'm bad at this. Oh, okay. So right around the time we previously were like, hey, shout us out on iTunes, like give us give us another review. Um one came in and then I didn't think to check it. So this is from user Scout Finch's overalls. <laughs> it's a great um, username it is a great username i just saw that play on broadway a week ago
0: that's that subtle so, well
1: well done um and the review is five stars love it one of my favorite podcasts i look forward to new recordings every tuesday morning i love hearing another person's perspectives and thoughts on odyssey i hope you keep them coming and are able to do the blaggers saga at some point so that was uh yeah Thank you, uh, Scout Finch's overalls, for, uh, you are, for leaving that review. You're that a special review. guy, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so so greatly appreciated. Um, it is more than you know. Thank yeah. you. So, and if anybody else wants to wants to leave us an iTunes review, or shoot an email, or tweet yeah. at us, we're we're, we're, we're available,
0: we're, and we're pretty good at responding. Yeah, we we, we I, respond I, to I, pretty I, much everything, I, positive and negative. Yeah, I so. try
1: to I try to. I I handle a lot of that. Well, if it if it pertains to Andrew, obviously rope a man. Um, Hello. <laughs> but I uh, yeah. Um, so we'll we'll, see we'll be. Oh yeah, shoot! I gotta. What's the next episode? Um, pulling it up. Give me a second. <laughs> All right. So we will be back. Oh, with uh, the next episode sequentially, which is five twenty six, and it's called Seeing Red. This is part of our six-part color saga. Wow. Where... Uh, are Mitch they all sequential? No. Okay. No. It's it's all on the next album. Yeah. But it, there's a cup. It's half the album, and then the other half is... Other stuff. Other stuff. But we get, uh, yeah, a bunch of episodes named after colors to round out the Connie and Mitch saga as we are covering it. All um,
0: right. Let's get it.
1: I don't remember anything. So, so. yeah. Have a good one, everyone. Yeah, I'll See you in the next one. Bye. Bye.
0: Wad Fam Chalk Pod is a presentation of the Lititz Podcast Co op. This show is a fan podcast and has no official affiliation with Adventures in Odyssey or Focus on the Family. As such, the copyright is ours under Creative Commons. Follow the podcast at Wad Fam Chalk Pod on Twitter and Instagram, or email us at WadfamshockPod at gmail.com. Episode 34, Here Today, Gone Tomorrow, Part 3, was hosted by Dylan Weaver and Andrew Osebo and edited by Dylan Weaver. And I'm Nathan Haverstick, hoping
1: you'll join us next time for more of the Fam Chalk Pod.